How confident are you when you speak in your mother tongue? When you talk in your first language? Are you someone that gets nervous when you talk to a stranger? Or this would be not a big deal and, and it is something that you could do without much trouble? Do you think you are more of an extrovert or an introvert? And what about when you speak or when you use English or maybe another language that you speak? Do you change a little bit and maybe become a bit more shy? Or, or maybe you get a bit nervous when you have to start a conversation? Do you know how to start a conversation? The reason I'm asking you this is because a student said to me this week, hey Emilio, maybe you should make an episode on how to start a conversation, you know, maybe for someone that could be a bit shy or maybe someone that is trying to lose the fear to start a conversation in English. And that really got me thinking. And I thought, okay, probably on episode eight, we can talk about how to start a conversation. By the way, welcome to the Teacher Emilio podcast, where we talk about different topics, we learn about new things, and today we'll be focusing on how to start a conversation in English and how to get the most out of any conversations that we have. This student's comment reminded me of something that happened to me a couple of years ago when I was helping a group of international students getting to Melbourne University one of the most prestigious universities or arguably the most prestigious university in Melbourne or Victoria. And, you know, going through essays, how to build up an argument and going into deep writing topics. One day after class, a student comes up to me and says, sorry, Emilio, how can I, what should I say when someone asks me, how are you? And a part of me thought, oh my goodness, look at this. We are trying to build up an essay of 500 words. We're trying to get someone into starting a master's degree, getting into one of the best universities in Melbourne. And this candidate or like this student, this person is telling me, like, how can we start a conversation? How do I reply to how are you? And, you know, I guess many times we skip those little things that are not so little and many times students or let's say anybody listening out there or when whenever we go to a new country we could use our day-to-day -day conversations to get lots of practice so special thanks to this student i hope that you're listening to this episode and again i really appreciate your feedback because i'm sure that many many people will benefit from this episode And this episode boils down to two things that we can do. I believe that if we do these two things, this is going to be more than enough to keep a conversation going and to basically talk for hours. Well, maybe not hours literally, but definitely for much longer than what we talk now. This is special for you, or let's say, This is going to be great for you if you are someone that gets nervous or someone that perhaps is a little bit more introvert or maybe someone that likes talking but you prefer to talk in like a smaller group or you prefer to talk to someone one-on-one. -on -one. 
the type of person that when there is a party or there is an event and there are lots of people around you, you don't feel that comfortable and you would rather just talk to people in smaller groups. These two things that we can do can work for anyone. So if you're an extrovert out there and you're like, Emilio, hurry up, tell me the tips. Do not worry. This can also work for you. But I think that if someone is a bit shy or like, um, let's say, on the introvert side, we'll get lots of value from this. This is something that I use every day and I've used this in Spanish, English, Japanese and other languages when I'm talking to people. And I would say that most of the time or when I say most of the time, let's say that it works really well 90% of the time. This is not an exact science, but again, if I need to tell you how efficient it is, let's say that it is very, very efficient. The first thing that we need to do is to ask questions. And in this case, it's not just any type of questions. It's not like, hi, how are you? It's more asking open-ended questions. If you haven't heard of an op what an open-ended question is, it simply means a question where the answer is not yes or no, or a question where the answer has to be maybe someone's opinion or, or something where people have to talk a bit more. And by using open-ended questions, we can get lots of speaking practice and we can keep a conversation going really well. I'll give you a few examples. Let's say if you just arrived in Australia or you arrived in Australia or in any other English-speaking country quite recently, something that it's very normal is to maybe go grocery shopping, go to a bakery or a cafe, a restaurant. And what you could do, and by the way, this is what I normally do, is just have a chat with whoever is serving you. For example, I just went to buy some bread literally one week ago and I would just go there and say, hello there, I've never bought bread like this. What would be a good bread? What do you recommend and why? And then just asking that question, which bread would you recommend and why? Got the person serving talking for like two to three minutes. And it went something along these lines. Hey, you should buy this one because it is whole grain something, something. And we have got this organic thing and it's really good for your health. And da 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 You can put it on the fridge. And I thought, okay, well, amazing. Look, you know what? I trust you. Let's go with that one. And that was just, I mean, in a matter of, let's say, I don't know, two minutes, I just ordered the bread. Maybe you might be listening and you think, Can, can you just point at the bread that you want to buy and that's it? And the answer is yes, of course. But again, we're trying to get more speaking practice. We're trying to keep a conversation going. And sometimes practicing with people that are not necessarily our friends is a great way to get that extra practice. Something that I also remember thinking about this type of situation was one time I just went to a pie shop And I just said to the lady, hello, good afternoon. I'm hungry and I want to try something new. I didn't even ask a question. I just said that I want to try something new. Immediately, the first thing that the lady said to me was, what pies have you tried before? Or what type of pies do you like? And then I just replied to that. To be honest, 
I'm happy with anything. I want to try your most popular pie. And then the lady went on to tell me, look, this is our best pie because of this, this and this. And again, just got her talking lots. So this is definitely something that you can do. A bonus tip, and I do this a lot in restaurants, is I rarely check the menu. Let me know if you also not check the menu. Normally what I do is I just talk to the waiter and I would say, which dish would you recommend? Or again, I would do a mix of what I said before. I am hungry. I would like to have a certain dish or what is your best seller? What would you recommend? I, the one I like to use the most is what's your favorite one? So let's say, for example, if I'm in a restaurant, I would say, I feel like having a pizza, for example. And then I just go look at the waiter and just ask, what is your favorite one? Or like, if you could only pick one pizza, or if you could only pick one dish, what would you pick? And then they would go on and tell me, oh, I would pick this one because this is really good and so on and so forth. And they just get a lot. And then I just get a lot of speaking from this. I understand that some of you are going to be going to university. Maybe you're going to study a diploma. Maybe you are in some type of course, maybe an English class. And obviously, you are not going to just talk about things that you buy. By the way, this first section applies to not only just going to a restaurant, bakery, and so on. You could even apply this if you like shopping. So let's say, for example, that you like shopping. You could go to any store, at least in Australia, I can guarantee this. And then you just go and you would ask for some recommendations. Oh, I would like to buy something. For example, I love backpacks and wallets. I could spend hours looking at backpacks and wallets. By the way, before we continue, think about your favorite item that you like to buy when you go shopping. Please think about it. And then if you would like to share with me and with the Teacher Emilio podcast community, you can go into the link in the description, join our Facebook group and join the discussion there. I'm really curious about what is your favorite shopping item. Okay, so let's say that you go into the store and then you just say, Hello, I would like to buy a pair of shoes. Could you please help me? I don't know which shoes I should buy. And then you could use that as an opportunity to start a conversation. I would like to have this type of shoes or my favorite type of shoe is this one. What would you recommend? Which one is a good shoe that you would recommend to someone or something along those lines? Or again, you could try the one that I said before. If you could buy one shoe from the whole store, which one would you buy and why? This way you can get some really cool conversations. And many times, let me tell you, I used to work in a convenience store. Many times people working in retail, they are just waiting for the customer that is going to ask them these types of questions so that they can, you know, have a genuine conversation, help someone out. And again, I remember in the convenience store, sometimes the types of questions I would get would be, is this milk better than this other milk? What do you think? And, and then I would do my best to try to help people. And we would spend, I don't know, 10, 20, even 30 minutes 
after we go through whichever question they had, and then we could go on into different topics and so on. And that brings me to the second point, and it is to follow up. You need to listen carefully. I think that the best way to to start a conversation or to, let's say, continue a conversation is to use good follow-up questions. You need to ask people, for example, what are their hobbies or what are things that they're interested in, and then try to use their answers as a way to come back and then get them to tell you a bit more, or you can ask them about that hobby. One time I used this strategy of following up, and it's how I met one of my best friends here in Australia. I remember we were in university, and basically we were left over, and we had to work together as a group, and I thought, okay, I'm going to be working with this guy, the best thing would be to get along well so that we can finish up this assignment the best way possible. And I would ask him, hey, man, what do you like to do in your free time? And he just very casually said to me, oh, I like to watch anime. And for those of you who don't know, anime is like Japanese cartoons. And the funny thing, funny fact, I also love to watch anime. So my reply was, oh, that's great, or like, that's so cool, I like to watch anime too. And then his face changed, like, no way, really? I'm like, yeah. And then the conversation went on in that topic. I just asked him, what's your favorite anime? Why? Or what do you think about this? And that's another thing that you want to do. You want to try to use questions like, how, why, or what do you think about something? And this could be in, in whichever topic that you are talking about. And always come back or, or mention something that they told you before. This could be a great way to keep the conversation going. And this also shows them that you care about them and you care about what they are telling you. Try to think about what they like, or, or better yet, try to find out what the other person likes and use that as your main, let's say, topic to get them to talk about something. If, for example, this is something very general that many students say, don't ask me why, but when students are in class, people like to talk about what they like to do in their free time, right? And many people say, I like to watch movies, I like to watch Netflix, and that's great, but then a good follow-up question would be, after someone tells you, I like to watch Netflix or I like to watch movies. You say, oh, okay, nice. If you don't say anything, do you notice what happened? Like, I basically stopped the conversation. It's like, ah, okay, cool. Okay, good. Or, ah, I like movies too. And then you have that awkward silence that we don't like. So to avoid getting the awkward silence, you could ask a follow-up question about that topic and just go, what's your favorite movie? Or tell me about a movie that you watched recently. Do you recommend that movie? Or why do you like your favorite movie? Now let's do a quick exercise just to show you or just to prove a point. Imagine that you're talking to me and I ask you your favorite movie and then you ask me, sorry, I ask you your favorite movie and then I would ask you why. Why is that your favorite movie? You go on and on and you tell me why you like that movie. 
there is a high chance that you will ask me back, hey, Emilio, and what is your favorite movie? And then because I already asked you about my favorite, sorry, because I asked you about your favorite movie and I asked you why do you like it, I will probably tell you my favorite movie. In this case, let's say Iron Man, because I love Iron Man and it is my favorite superhero. So I would tell you Iron Man is my favorite movie and I could tell you I don't know, so many reasons why. Because it is really cool, because I love his suit, because the animation is amazing, or the special effects are great. I mean, regardless of the reason, the point that I'm trying to make is that by doing this, you will be getting more from people, but at the same time, you should also try and talk a little bit more. This will be a good way to keep the conversation going, and I guess it will also show the other person that you want to talk to them. You do not want to be in a situation where people think that you don't want to talk to them because then it's like you are not interested. So I think that would be another important point to consider, which is showing interest and being genuine. Don't just ask something if you don't really want to know. Try to show people that you truly care or that you really want to know what you're asking. So... A good takeaway from this episode would be to try to adapt some of the questions, some of the strategies that we talked about today into how you, you normally, let's say, interact with other people. If some of this is not very natural for you, maybe have a try, see how you feel and try to change it accordingly so that you can get the most in your conversations. I am confident that if you try these ones, you should see some good, let's say, changes in your conversations. You should get more from people and ultimately you will be getting rid of the fear of starting a conversation and you would get to the point where you can just talk to a complete stranger like you normally do in your mother tongue. Just before we go, your homework is going to be to go out, try this once out, see how you feel, and then you can come back and you can let me know how it goes. Again, you can stay in touch by Instagram or joining the Facebook group I mentioned earlier. The link is in the description and that you enjoyed this episode. I had a great time making it, so I hope that you got value and that these strategies work for you so that you can get more practice. I will see you on episode 9. And once again, thanks for your support and thank you so much for listening to episode number eight of the Teacher Emilio podcast. There is one last thing to say, and it is that thinking about students getting nervous or being shy, this also reminded me of an important bit, and it is that if you know someone that is getting ready for the IELTS test or maybe the PTE test, people tend to get very nervous during those exams. And one way to stop being nervous is to join my courses where I can not only guide you but help you in your test preparation. And the best way to contact me would be via email, which is in the episode description. Or you could also send me a message on my Instagram, which is also in the description. So just get in touch because I'm more than happy to help. Obviously, if you also know someone that may need some extra help, 
Don't forget to share this episode with them. Let them know about the podcast so that they can also get some listening practice. Once again, thank you and I'll see you on the next episode.